Book Six of The Ballad of the White Horse by G. K. Chesterton. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Book Six, Ethandune, The Slaying of the Chiefs. As the sea flooding the flat sands flew on the seaborne horde, the two hosts shocked with dust and din, left of the Latian paladin, clanged all Prince Harold's howling kin on Colin and the sword. Crashed in the midst on Marcus, Ogier with Guthrum by, and eastward of such central stir, far to the right and faintlier, the house of Elf the harp-player struck Eldred's with a cry, the centre swat for weariness, stimming the screaming horde, and wearily went Colin's hands that swung King Alfred's sword. But like a cloud of morning, to eastward easily, tall Eldred broke the sea of spears, as a tall ship breaks the sea. His face like a sanguine sunset, his shoulder a Wessex down, his hand like a windy hammer stroke. Men could not count the crests he broke, so fast the crest went down. As the tall white devil of the plague moves out of the Asian skies, with his foot on the waste of cities, and his head in a cloud of flies, where purple and peacock skies grow dark with a moving locust tower, or tawny sand winds tall and dry, like hell's red banners beat and fly, when death comes out of Araby, was Eldred in his hour. But while he moved like a massacre, he murmured as in sleep, and his words were all of low hedges, and little fields and sheep. Even as he strode like a pestilence, that strides from Rhine to Rome, he thought how tall his beans might be, if ever he went home, spoke some stiff piece of childish prayer, dull as the distant chimes, that thanked our God for good eating, and corn and quiet times, till on the helm of a high chief fell shatteringly his brand, and the helm broke and the bone broke, and the sword broke in his hand. Then from the yelling northmen, driven splintering on him ran, full seven spears and the seventh was never made by man. Seven spears and the seventh was wrought as the fairy blades, and given to Elf the minstrel by the monstrous water-maids. By them that dwell were luridly, lost waters of the Rhine, move among roots of nations, being sunken for a sign. Under all graves they murmur, they murmur and rebel, down to the buried kingdoms creep, and like a lost rain, roar and weep, o'er the red heavens of hell. Thrice drowned was Elf the minstrel, and washed his dead on sand, and the third time men found him, the spear was in his hand. Seven spears went about Eldred, like stays about a mast, but there was sorrow by the sea, for the driving of the last. Six spears thrust upon Eldred, were splintered while he laughed. One spear thrust into Eldred, three feet of blade and shaft, and from the great heart grievously came forth the shaft and blade, and he stood with the face of a dead man, stood a little and swayed, then fell as falls a battle tower on smashed and struggling spears, cast down from some unconquered town that rushing earthward carries down loads of live men of all renown, archers and engineers. And a great clamor of Christian men went up in agony, crying, Fallen is the tower of Wessex that stood beside the sea. Center and right the Wessex guard grew pale for doubt and fear, and the flank failed at the advance, for the death light on the wizard lance, the star of the evil spear. Stand like an oak, cried Marcus, stand like a Roman wall. Eldred the good is fallen, are you too good to fall? When we were wan and bloodless, he gave you ale enow. The pirates deal with him as dung. God, are you bloodless now? Grip wolf and gorlius, grip the ash. 
Slaves, and I make you free. Stamp Hildred hard in English land. Stand Gurth, stand Gorlius, Gawain stand. Hold Hafgar with the other hand. Homer, hold up on knee. The lamps are dying in your homes, the fruits upon your bough. Even now your old thatch smoulders, Gurth. Now is the judgment of the earth. Now is the death grip now. For thunder of the captain, not less the Wessex line, leaned back and reeled a space to rear, as elf charged with the Rhine made spear, and roaring like the Rhine. For the men were borne by the waving walls, of woods and clouds that pass, by dizzy plains and drifting sea, and they mixed God with glamoury, God with the gods of the burning tree, and the wizard's tower and glass. But Mark was come of the glittering towns, where hot white details show, where men can number and expound, and his faith grew in a hard ground, of doubt and reason and falsehood found, where no faith else could grow. Belief that grew of all beliefs, one moment back was blown, and belief that stood on unbelief, stood up iron and alone. The Wessex crescent backwards, crushed as with bloody spear, went elf roaring and routing, and mark against elf yet shouting, shocked in his mid-career. Right on the Roman shield and sword, did spear of the Rhine-maids run, but the shield shifted never, the sword rang down to sever, the great Rhine sang forever, and the songs of elf were done. And a great thunder of Christian men went up against the sky, saying, God hath broken the evil spear, ere the good man's blood was dry. Spears at the charge, yelled Marcomain, death on the gods of death, over the thrones of doom and blood, goeth God that is a craftsman good, and gold and iron, earth and wood, loveth and laboreth. The fruits leap up in all your farms, the lamps in each abode, God of all good things done on earth, all wheels or webs of any worth, the God that makes the roof girth, the God that makes the road, the God that heweth kings and oak, writeth songs on vellum, God of gold and flaming glass, contragit potentias, acruum scutum gorlias, gladium et bellum. Steel and lightning broke about him, battle bays and palm, all the sea kings swayed among, woods of the Wessex arms upflung, the trumpet of the Roman tongue, the thunder of the psalm. And midmost of that rolling field ran Ogier ragingly, lashing at Mark who turned his blow, and brake the helm about his brow, and broke him to his knee. Then Ogier heaved over his head, his huge round shield of proof, but Mark set one foot on the shield, one on some sundered rock upheeled, and towered above the tossing field, a statue on the roof. Dealing far blows about the fight, like thunderbolts of Rome, like birds about the battlefield, while Ogier writhed under his shield, like a tortoise in his dome. But hate in the buried Ogier was strong as pain in hell. With bare brute hand from the inside, he burst the shield of brass and tide, and a death stroke to the Roman side, sent suddenly and well. Then the great statue on the shield looked his last look around, with level and imperial eye, and marked the man from Italy, fell in the sea of agony, and died without a sound. And Ogier leaping up alive, hurled his huge shield away, flying as when a juggler flings, a whizzing plate in play, and held two arms up rigidly, and roared to all the Danes, Fallen is Rome, yea, fallen, the city of the plains. Shall no man born remember, that breaketh wood or wield, how long she stood on the roof of the world, as he stood on my shield. The new wild world forgetteth her, as foam fades on the sea. How long she stood with her foot on man, as he with his foot on me. No more shall the brown men of the south, 
move like the ants in lines to quiet men with olives or madden men with vines no more shall the white towns of the south where tiber and nilus run sitting around a secret sea worship a secret sun the blind gods roar for rome fallen and form and garland gone for the ice of the north is broken and the sea of the north comes on the blind gods roar and rave and dream of all cities under the sea for the heart of the north is broken and the blood of the north is free down from the dome of the world we come rivers on rivers down under a swirl the sects and hordes and the high dooms we drown down from the dome of the world and down struck flying as a skiff on a river and spate is spun and whirled until we come to the end of the world that breaks short like a cliff and when we come to the end of the world for me i count it fit to take the leap like a good river shot shrieking over it but what so hap at the end of the world where nothing is struck and sounds it is not by thor these monkish men these humbled wessex hounds not this pale line of christian hinds this one white string of men shall keep us back from the end of the world and the things that happen then it is not alfred's dwarfish sword nor egbert's pygmy crown shall stay us now that descend in thunder rending the realms and the realms thereunder down through the world and down there was that in the wild men back of him there was that in his own wild song a dizzy throbbing a drunkard smoke that dazed to death all wessex folk and swept their spears along vainly the sword of colin and the axe of alfred plied the danes poured in like a brainless plague and knew not when they died prince colin slew a score of them and was stricken to his knee king alfred slew a score and seven and was borne back on a tree back to the black gate of the woods back up the single way back by the place of the parting ways christ's knights were whirled away and when they came to the parting ways doom's heaviest hammer fell for the king was beaten blind at bay down the right lane with his array but colin swept the other way where he smote great strokes and fell the thorn woods over ethandoon stand sharp and thick as spears by night and firs and forest harms far sundered were the friends in arms the loud lost blows the last alarms came not to alfred's ears the thorn woods over ethandoon stand stiff as spikes and mail as to the hout king came at morn dead roland on a doubtful horn seemed unto alfred lightly borne the last cry of the gale end of book six